When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Then we have chosen our top 50 blockbuster mentality movies. I remember. And now comes the hard part. We have to rank them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> what are we going to do? Uh, yes. Well, getting yes. to 50 was hard, and this is harder. Yes, well, getting to 50 <laughs> was hard. So if you didn't hear a few episodes ago, we chose blockbuster mentality's top 50 movies yeah and uh and it, i i enjoyed that episode a lot yeah, uh recording it was fun and uh oh, oh totally it was totally free yeah, wheel i know i mean it you was had great you brought 50 i brought 50 and then we negotiated our way down yep. to 50 we had samesies on about 30 some odd right so it wasn't that a bad. lot of samesies yep but you know i gave up some you gave up some i think we both left a little bit annoyed uh <laughs> which is a good sign of a compromise exactly exactly and uh as I said, as we mentioned in that episode, you know, this is our list. Uh, we don't pretend to be some official. We're not the AFI. Um, you know, we these are the movies that we like, the movies that we have seen. And uh, this is what's in our, our world and in our wheelhouse. So right. that's how we narrowed them down. And for the most part, the yeah, again, these are movies that mean something to us personally. Yeah. You know, it's not just, you know, oh, just definitely. full cinematic quality. It's something that means something to us, something that affected us in a certain way at the time we watched it. Absolutely. You know, it's, as movies do. Exactly. Because you can that's watch the, a movie that will make you cry, you know, one day and you watch it a week later and it will do nothing to you. That's the beautiful, <laughs> that's the beautiful things about, uh, beautiful thing about movies and and the beautiful thing about human emotion Absolutely. you know <laughs> well it's a funny thing for both of us i think we're both i'm not a crier but movies make me cry yes they do i, I know I, that i'm you know this is why we do this but we we are both deeply affected by cinema and film and you know there's a lot of these there's a, most of these on here are deeply emotional movies definitely and, you know that's what we do. This is our thing. So, yeah, we, we went through our top 50. I think I mentioned, I don't know if I actually said it on that episode. I said there are basically three main lists. You have the IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, and AFI. And I said mine was most like one of them. And I think mine is most like IMDb. Yeah. Is uh, that roughly yours too? Yeah, definitely. Because, I mean, that's that's one that's, I think, voted on by fans, by regular people and everything. So, definitely, that is where mine leans towards as well uh, i think the ifi afi rather is most heavy on classics and a lot of those we haven't seen maltese falcon yeah. yeah and it feels like rotten tomatoes is more is more heavily weighted to recent films i mean you'll see things yeah, like I, yeah because rotten Tomatoes seems like a more i know it's been around a while but it seems like a more newer gauge of movies like it seems like a more i don't know just more modern thing did we ever talk about the wizard of oz we never we didn't talk about it but it was it was in my short list. Okay, yeah, it made Just mine too. It, it is, you know, it's a classic. It's 1937 movie. It's, it's a groundbreaking it, movie. Definitely. But not one I really love. Right, exactly. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I don't really, like, I watched it as a kid. I remember it as a kid, but it didn't affect me as a kid like it just was just a movie that you know was just on and i would just watch but yeah it's again it's yeah i appreciate it 
I don't have the Rotten Tomatoes list in front of me, but I remember the, the top ten. I don't know that many of those yeah. actually made it into here. So, but yeah, we're mostly more IMDb guys, which is I guess more crowdsourced. Uh, and if you can get above eight on IMDb, that's pretty good, right? I think. Yeah, above, above eight is basically. I don't think there's a movie below eight that's on the li- on the like top two fifty or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So because any so, jackass can vote right? exactly, and you're um, gonna get your. Oh, go ahead. No, I was just gonna you know let people know that. A lot of the movies you believe will be on here, Polly will not. <laughs> again, this is our list, you know. But it, again, we we like the the you know ribbon on each other and stuff too. So feel free to tweet us. You oh, know, for sure. If you think a movie should have been on here, definitely uh, let us know. Again, we already said this in the last episode. This is a ranking episode. So if you think a movie out of these fifty should be higher than another, let us know. Oh, you know, sure. make fun of us. We we can take it. Well, I guess all of this was a roundabout way. Of saying we are not pretending to be an authority. They yes, right? <laughs> exactly. This is our, we. At the end of the day, we are movie fans, just right. like all of you that are listening. Thankfully, we love you. You know, you guys are all movie fans. I mean, some of you guys are actors, directors, and stuff like that. Screenwriters. We're just fans. You know, we yep. love to watch. We yep. love to talk about it. So. We're not going to pretend to be like, oh, yes, well, the Maltese Falcon was, you know, whatever. I never saw it, so I don't know. Yeah, you know, using, maybe really high, but, you know. Using big pretentious words <laughs> yeah. and, you know. And that we need to feel like, yeah. oh, this must be, you know, because it has some status and it's right. old that it must be at the top of the list. That's not what we're doing here. It well, was ahead of its time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, to cut down on time and to keep things moving along, we decided that we were going to, ahead of time, rank uh, number 50 through 21. Ben and I each submitted a list of our rankings and then negotiated this ranking using a combination of average scores and uh, threatening each other's family to yeah. get them to yeah. this list. Now, that's, that's the normal way to do things. And, yeah. <laughs> so we've got those prepared for you. We're going to run through them and say a little bit about them, just, just a little bit. And then once we get to 20, it is total freewheeling. We have not shared anything with each other. We've both ranked them on our own, but yes. have not shared. We don't cool. know what's going to happen right. here. We so we had the same twenty to choose from, but we are gonna right. decide rankings on this show. Dave ranked the top twenty, I ranked the top twenty, and we'll see what uh, compromises uh, each other will make. It's a rough guide, though. I mean, I, yeah. I put mine not feeling that it, it would be in stone. I mean, no, I don't. I hope you didn't do that. No, I mean, definitely. Like I, I, I did mine. You know, thinking about you too. <laughs> I uh, did. Yeah. I'm. Mean, you know, Ben's gonna cry yeah. if I say the wrong one. So exactly. Um, <laughs> uh, so yeah. Again, fifty through twenty-one. We've already decided on. I'm pretty happy yeah. about it. I mean, it's uh, again. These are fifty movies. It's hard. They're great, and they're great movies. Well, you know, I can tinker with this thing all day long, but at the end of the day, you just got to be like, all right, that's it. And, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I think, as we said in the first uh the, the the first picking that top 50 uh episode is that this is subject to change and yep. we might maybe we'll revisit this or revise it maybe once a year or every so often yeah so no, I, no I, I definitely yeah exactly i definitely want to revisit this again at least once a year so yeah no definitely again it depends on what mood you're in yeah. you know definitely <laughs> so uh are you ready to get this thing yeah, going? yeah let's get 50? it going let's i feel like it. i should start this movie which yeah. is the one that i fought the hardest for which i didn't plan on but is one that i wanted to tip uh do a tip of the hat to the wife on this one it's a beautiful love story i fought for this movie but i'm willing to set it at the very bottom which is the nick cassavetes the notebook starring the dreamy ryan gosling and the lovely rachel mcadams the notebook yep 
Yeah, that's and James uh, Garner uh, actually too. Oh, nice. Yeah, uh, the Notebook. Um, uh. It's. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm glad there was no fight about this being in a fifty. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number. That's, f- that's the best you can say about this movie. Sorry, okay. that's all I got. All right. uh, Let it go. Yeah, let's positive vibes. <laughs> <laughs> number forty nine, Avengers: Infinity War. This is again. I know this is very new. Again, we're going to re- reevaluate this list a lot. This is me being uh, insecure about the list, but Avengers: Infinity War. I think it's an amazing comic book movie. I love the way it ended. Thanos is just amazing. So I, I think I think it deserves a spot in here. So Avengers: Infinity War is number forty nine. I believe this is our only Marvel movie. Uh, yeah, and uh, it is probably the best Marvel movie. The only argument here would be Iron Man, I think, the original, which we debated here and there, but this is a fantastic film. Uh, I know some people were saying the best film of the year last year, which is, you know, a little bit too much, but still, it was a worthy movie. Very good. It's a grand finale, yeah. uh, essentially, of the MCU to me, so... Good oh stuff. really? So you're kind of. I mean, yeah. I mean, excited for the next one. I'm excited for Captain Marvel, but because uh, all the I don't movies know, just, pointed to this. It, yeah, exactly. It pointed thing. to this, so it's, it's like if, if all the movies suck after this, at least we had you know these movies up <laughs> until this before then. You know, I'm willing to accept that. Uh, all right, so next uh, we've got planes, trains, and automobiles. Steve Martin and John Candy. Yeah, it's just a brilliant, hilarious. Yeah, John uh, Candy. This is. John Candy at his absolute best. I know. See, and yeah, Steve, Steve Martin, Martin as well. Yeah, Steve Martin's great, and yeah, John John Hughes film. So it's just it, it's just such a classic. I mean, it's just such a joy to watch, and it's just again one of those comedies that just uh, I I go back to a lot. And uh, yeah, and we did a show on it. We did do a show on it, it so I definitely cr- check that out. Cracked up so much. <laughs> it's so great. It I really mean, it's is. just it's ah. Uh, I love that movie, and yeah, if we're going to pick comedies, that that has to be in the running. So yeah, that's that made our number 48 spot. As well as a great Thanksgiving classic, and there aren't many Thanksgiving movies. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, I think that's why we chose it, because it was around that time. Yeah. So, oh God, what are we going to do this year? I don't oh, know. Oh, jeez, we, jumped, a, we jumped, ahead of, <laughs> jumped ahead of things. All right, so then, uh, so that was 48. Number 47, we have American Beauty, which is actually uh, a movie that I think you also introduced me to. Yeah, um, Back in film. the day. Yeah, American Beauty, Kevin Spacey, you know, uh, say what you will about him. We're talking about 2000, whatever. Anyways, uh, American Beauty, Kevin, him, though, really. amazing performance. It's about... Uh, yeah, just saying F you to the world. And Annette Benning. You living in that right. Yeah, Annette Benning is amazing in this movie. Good God. Um yeah. uh it's, yeah, it's just I don't know. It's something about this movie is just you know, it's it's be- again. It's called American Beauty. It's beautiful in a way, like I, I, you know, as pretentious as that kid sounds with the camera, with the bag and stuff. Like I don't know, I just love that stuff. Like it just, it's it's so cool. Like how much, uh, you know, it, it hurts his heart just how much actual beauty there is in the world, and we, we you know, we don't see that. But, yeah, and so. he's seeing it, and the Kevin Spacey character is kind of going through like a midlife crisis, and realizes that a lot of the stuff around him is just pure bullshit. Right. And yes. Just, Thank you. You know, he goes and buys that car, and he and to go work in a fast food place just to yep. be like fuck it <laughs> yeah I don't he's care. just like you know yeah exactly he's like give me the job with the least responsibility you know <laughs> this was, yeah the kid says like you're overqualified for this job <laughs> there's a certain liberation in that film yes know, that, that's very it's a, a very freeing feel, yeah. feeling for you watching it where you you want to be yep. i think his name is lester you want to be lester you definitely want to be lester until yeah, the until the very, yes, exactly. Yeah. So, but yeah, why'd uh, you have to do that? Chris great Cooper? film, affected, affected me, so that's why it's on the list. Yeah, next up, uh, number 46 is School of Rock. This is a favorite of both of ours. Yep. And I said in a Twitter thread, uh, that this is my number one feel good movie. I can put this thing on, and you know, I don't know, I've probably seen this movie like 10 times. 
But there are, we talked about crying. I cry, I feel like I can cry tears of joy at the end of yeah, this film. Yeah, definitely. I don't know, that every time that song comes on at the end, it like kind of gives me chills. Like, it's just like about, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, it, it gives me chills at the end. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a sense it's of accomplishment. Music. Yeah, this, yeah. like, loser, fat, right. loser with body odor who he made gets the, these nerdy kids right. to, like, he, everybody came together, you know? Yeah, he saw the good in these kids. Like, these kids are kind of miserable kids. You got rich parents. Socially just, awkward. Uh, yeah, socially awkward. A lot of pressure. It's just like... And yeah, he he brings out the like punk rock in them, you know. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. They realize that there's something else going on in right. the world. You know, you can stay in that bubble, right? But you know, you can kind of like flirt. You with- can go against <laughs> yeah. things. You you don't have to right. just do what your parents say. You know, when when you grow up, obviously. But yeah, do can- do as your parents say now, because as a father, I feel like I should say that. But uh, uh, definitely. <laughs> but yeah, you you can be your own person. Yeah, it doesn't make you a bad person to like sort of you know go color outside the lines just a little bit. You know, and he shows that to them. Exactly. So I love I love uh, Jack Black. So good. And uh, this is definitely uh, I maybe this is more personals for yeah. both of us, maybe. But no, uh, definitely. Yeah, I think we might get some flack for that one, but I don't care. <laughs> I don't it's, care. It's a movie I, I love. I make no apologies. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Two thousand three, and it's yeah, fifteen years later, and I still love that movie. Great film. Forty five. We have Superbad there again. You go. Another. I, I, ever since this came out in two thousand seven, this is the movie I compare every other comedy to. It seems like <laughs> I don't know. Just uh, this movie was such a fun theater experience. Great uh, friendship tale, coming of age tale. It's high school, you know. They're just uh, you want to yeah. put beer in the detergent container, right? Yeah, yeah that's definitely <laughs> definitely a fact. And just watch out for that uh, period period blood. Oh god! Um, but yeah, uh, Jonah Hill, Michael Sarah, great. Yeah, this is a, a comedy classic Hilarious. in my book at this point. Eleven years later, it's a comedy classic. I got nothing bad to say about it. I love that film. Hilarious. I saw it in the theater, and uh, yeah, great call there. Uh, next up, we have Fargo. It's the Coen Brothers. It's Margie. Yep, Fargo at forty-four. William, Margie, <laughs> William H Macy. This is a very uncomfortable Steve Buscemi. Very uncomfortable film. Yep. But oh my god, brilliantly done. Yeah, and just uh, yeah, I love that end scene. Just uh, just for a little bit of money, <laughs> just a little bit of money. So yeah, it's, it's uh, true. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it like was just you, you did the, all that you killed a man, you, you or you killed multiple people just for a little bit of money. You know, out it's, of greed, right? Everything goes haywire, and he's not this. You know, Gunderson, he's not a terrible guy, but yeah, you know what he unleashes is terrible, and. Let's talk about that wood chipper. <laughs> oh my God! Are you kidding me? Uh, yeah, it's just uh, such an effective film. Coen Brothers at their finest. Yeah, can't hate on this film at all. All right, so now at number forty-three, we have Interstellar from two thousand fourteen. Matthew McConaughey. This is a movie that, uh, yeah, uh, first time I saw it, did not, uh, you know, did not affect me that much. But yeah, watching it for the show and then analyzing it. Definitely put it up there for me. It's just such a great tale uh, for, you know, time travel and just space exploration. It's a fantastic movie. Yeah, Christopher Nolan gets really ambitious here. Uh, Matthew McConaughey has got a great performance. Anne Hathaway, the story is very complex, but really good. There's a nice payoff at the end. Uh, you know, you kind of learn that it's the truth and the, the mysteries of the universe can be unlocked by digging deep inside of yourself you know the answer is love and just you know it's not about science per se it's a combination of you know your knowledge and your belief system i thought that was really powerful yeah great movie great stuff i'm so yeah again i'm so glad that i gave it another chance and then again we uh, analyzed it and everything so that was uh, yeah good stuff right there yeah 
Uh, next up, we've got number 42, The Lion King. This is the only animated <laughs> yep. movie we have on this It's our animated pick. I gave up Finding Nemo for this one, and you gave up Toy Story as well. Yep. Uh, yeah, I mean, Mufasa, this is this one's actually <laughs> a bit emotional. Yeah, it's fun. powerful. It's powerful. It's about, yeah, a king getting redemption, you know, taking what's what's his at the end, you know. It's, uh, yeah, fun, like you said, too. Great soundtrack, great music from Elton John. It's uh, some good villainy. In yeah, this film no, great. as well. Scar, yeah, yeah, he's one of the great he's villains. Kind of I mean, yeah, absolutely. You know, they got the hyenas, yeah. and there's some good, good cast, great cast of characters in this Definitely. movie. This one Which stands the test of time. Makes me, I think we should do an animated movie one of these <laughs> okay, days. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> up, maybe. Yeah, I would do up. Yeah. I would do up. So anything, and really, anything Pixar is going to be good yes, quality. I agree. Or maybe The Lion King. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, it's in our top fifty. So I guess that would be a good choice. No, it's a great movie. Yeah. I mean, this is one. You know, yeah, this is from our childhood. But right, it's classic. And uh, this one is this is the old animation. This isn't right. Yeah, this isn't Pixar this isn't, animation. Yeah, computer animated, and it it's holds up very well. Hand drawn and all that. Yeah, yeah. great, great flick. Uh, and that's why it's in our top 50. Number 41, we have Jurassic Park, yeah. 1993. Steven Spielberg, like one of the great uh, action movies, but at the same time, it explores, you know, the, the discovery of things and the, you know, how, how far science has come and the cloning and like, who are you to do this? Like, nature decided dinosaurs are gone. You know, it's got that whole yeah. element to it. So, I mean, it's just, it's, you know, on top of it being a popcorn flick, it does have deeper uh, elements to it but it's just one of the great you know, blockbusters of all time it might be one of the purest popcorn flicks on this list and maybe of all time I mean we do things from a scale of uh, well, zero to five we don't think we have a good zero to anything but yeah. this one would be five full popcorns and if we had six maybe I'd give a sixth bucket to this uh, yeah. film yeah I mean it's, it's pure <laughs> yeah because I think we did this movie before we started doing stars yeah, and buckets yeah. of popcorn it would have yeah. gotten it all the oh, way but absolutely like you say it, there is actually a real uh, moral underpinning to all this yeah so I mean Spielberg at his popcorn best I, yeah. I think and uh, yeah it's an outstanding film <laughs> this is eminently watchable so good and anytime I see, it's funny because we'll go to the park with my dog and I see like a rustling in the, in the palm fronds, <laughs> yeah. like Jurassic Park. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, just any any sort of island I see on TV or something and it's like a pan, uh, helicopter shot of that. I'm just like, da na na Well, think about what that movie spawned. I mean, it's a huge franchise that, I mean, all of them have basically fallen short of the original, but yet... We all kind of want to keep going. I know. Back. There's something about dinosaurs. Like yeah. there's something about this. Uh, this the his- world, though, yeah. it's not just no. I, it's the Jurassic yeah. Park world that was created. You know that we make them again, yeah. and that you know it's like our folly to 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 think that we're we want to we're playing God, right? You know, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I love that aspect of it too. Yeah, the the whole playing God thing. Uh, and then, uh, am I up or are you up? For, uh, uh, I think I'm up. Uh, number forty is Reservoir Dogs, the most raw, raw of movies. Yep, <laughs> right. our first Quentin Tarantino on the list. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs, man. Michael it's Madsen just, cutting yeah. off your ear and talking to it. Yeah, one of the one of the great heist movies that you don't actually see the heist to. No, you, know? you, you see the aftermath. Yeah, you see the aftermath of this heist, and it's just so brilliantly crafted how these characters interact with each Harvey other. Cattell. Harvey Cattell, it's the first glimpse you see of Quentin Tarantino messing with timelines. Yeah, yeah. Like he shows you things out of order, and it's just like you're so, you know, enthralled by it. So yeah, it's great, great, raw 
violence, you know, it's uh, probably one of the most violent movies on our movie uh, on our uh, <laughs> on our list here. Well, just but. the way all the characters are set, which is, I think, to Tarantino's credit, the screenplay I think is yeah. just brilliant, definitely right. And the way he has so everyone, good. they all have a name, Mister Color, yeah, and you're dressed in a certain way, and everyone's supposed to be professional, but it inevitably breaks down, and you go back to the whatever their like worst nature is, right? You know, I love that because. Everything is supposed to be clear. We're yeah. going to do this, and we're going to meet here, and this is going to happen, <laughs> and it all goes to shit. And what do these, this collection of criminals do in their most desperate moments? And we see all of it. Yeah, and it is scary. Yeah, you almost want to look away. Yeah, it's yeah, it's such ah, so so good. But yeah, at the same time, it's hard to watch in the way. Um, the death so, yeah. scenes are really brutal. Yeah. All right, so yeah, that that rounds up our fifty. I'm a cop. (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) Um, All right, so that's forty through fifty right there. Uh, Number thirty nine, twelve, Angry Men. I mean, this classic, classic movie. Uh, It's uh, again twelve men in a room, and it is captivating. It is just, it's just you're just like so. Uh, drawn in to the you know the the case you know you totally understand the case you get to know the characters a little you get to know their background and just that uh, again just coming down to that uh, is it Hen- Henry Fonda right not, yeah not yeah Peter o- I, I always get Henry Gregory Fonda and Peck. Peter O'Toole oh. um, but yeah Henry Fonda is just outstanding this movie and again another great uh, hero you know I guess you could say great great hero of cinema you know he's he's willing to give the benefit of the doubts like why why are we gonna just jump to conclusions on this on this uh, this decision here so again 12 men in a room for an hour and a half you wouldn't think would be very exciting but man is it awesome yeah, and black and white, very old, but that doesn't matter. And yeah. I think uh, this one, I I wasn't sure if I had seen it, but the more I thought about it, I, in school, I, this was in high school, and we actually read the we read the screenplay out and then watched the movie. And the more I thought, I went and rewatched it again since our last episode. And yeah, I remember that this movie taught me about reasonable doubt, right? In yeah. a sense where you yeah. don't just presume someone guilty right. based on what seems correct yeah, seems... you have to like use your mind here and ever since that i've always felt like i've been more on and whenever there's this i don't know like a, a high profile case or something i tend to side with the defense right because maybe part of that is this movie and that i don't know i can't say for sure yeah definitely it's yeah again it, it gives you more you know, it makes you understand more about giving someone the benefit of the doubt, and it's not all just about logic. You know, it is yeah. you do have to take into account evidence and everything like that. So again, just again, it's just can't emphasize enough how you would think twelve men in a room would be boring, but it's not. That's fantastic, <laughs> it's crazy, and it's not. Yeah, it's an old movie, so yeah, yeah that, it's a tribute to it. Uh, so moving on here to number thirty-eight, we've got the usual suspects. Who is Kaiser Sose? <laughs> Another Kevin Spacey performance. Yep, you know, God rest his soul. <laughs> Essentially, that's that's what we need to say at this point. And um, uh, another good. Well, uh, I mean, there's quite a cast of characters in this, but uh, also Chaz Palminteri, who I find quite cheesy, was really good in this. I yeah, thought, I yeah. like Chaz. And then <laughs> even young Benicio del Toro yeah, is in yeah. it with that weird ass voice. You know, um, I like. Actually, I like all 
all ages of Benicio del Toro, but yeah, I I think this was a, a movie that I saw when I was initially finally getting into film. You know, when you first starting to like yes. discover things, you go down lists. You're like, all right, what are the list of movies? Like, and then this was this was just one of them I watched during that time. So it's like I feel a rite like, of passage yeah. as a movie lover, right? Yeah, it's got it's the, the ultimate twist at the end. You know, yeah, yeah. It's uh, again, yeah, again that that. That list of movies you go down and yeah, it's just uh, is, is one that has always stuck with me. And again, it, it just reminds me of that time of discovering film for the first time. In a way, it feels like it's hard to describe this movie other than it just has a brilliant I know, yeah, and a brilliant setup and a great payoff. Yeah, it keeps you intrigued the whole time. And then just like once the end happens, it's just like, oh my God. Yeah, for <laughs> yeah. sure. So yeah, that's number our number 38. So yeah, number 37 is The Fugitive. Nice. Which uh, was yeah, I'm glad 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 this one stuck snuck on there because again, this is this is one I need to revisit more just yeah. because it's it's every time I watch it, I'm just like, man, why don't I watch this more? It's just uh, yeah, Harrison Ford at his finest and uh, Oscar winning performance by Tommy Lee Jones, yeah, best supporting actor for this movie. So. Oh, and I think it, it get nominated for I don't want to say. It's either best director or best picture, actually. Yeah, I think it did year. get nominated for one of those. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. this was definitely worthy on the list. Yeah. As far and this is another one that's sort of really popcorn, but with a good story. And uh, Harrison Ford is at his absolute yep. best. Now he, you know, Harrison Ford, he kind of got into that pocket of being this professional guy. Uh, this he's, a, he's either a doctor or a professor or something or CIA analyst, you mm-hmm. know, who is also on the run and doing action stuff. But he's so good at it. I mean, right? You can't. Fu- I know. And, and yeah. This is like this movie is whatever he was doing from like the late eighties to the mid nineties, doing that kind of playing that role. He performs at the best here. Right. And the story is great. And yeah, of course, Tommy Lee Jones, really good. Brilliant story, brilliant action. I love this movie. Yeah, I think it it's never great. Gets yeah, it's just like, you're, again, it's a great mystery even. You know, it's along with the popcorn flake. It's a great mystery. And uh, yeah, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> so good. A great uh, number 36 is Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. Now, I wanted to combine all three movies into one, just keep it a trilogy, but that's kind of stretching it a bit. We we did that with Godfather. Yeah, we did, but this one is three movies. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Uh, But uh, yeah, this one is, I love the story. I'm a book reader, so I'm partial to it. I love the action. I love the story. Uh, You know, Ian McKellen is fantastic in this. And uh, yeah, I just, I think it's a great moral tale, a great, putting you outside into a fictional universe that is so highly built up. So, yeah, I love Lord of the Rings. I love... I even love the Hobbit movies, so I'm, yeah, I'm, a, I'm definitely a sucker for this plus, story. Yeah, this one's like the grand finale of it all. Exactly. You know? So, yeah, I, good stuff. Uh, number 35, we have Amadeus. Uh, oh, so yeah. glad you suggested this film. <laughs> this is, yeah, a gr- great... It's a great film about uh, jealousy and, like, holding a, a grudge against someone who's so talented but so despicable, you oh. know? It's just... Uh, An unexpected yeah. story, this movie, wasn't it? Yeah, very, very unexpected. Yeah, because you think Amadeus, Mozart, you know, and then again, I, I go back to that whole mass uh, grave, mass mass grave scene. It's just like, he's so talented. He's, he's famous now, you know, and this is, you know, what what happened to him, you know? It's, it's just... It's uh, it's tragic in a way, but at the same time, yeah, just the way. Um, oh, what's the actor's name? F. Murray Abraham. F. Murray, oh, F. Murray Abraham. One of the best performances ever. So good, man. Just the 
the way he describes things and everything like that. So yeah, I'm glad I'm glad this one snuck on here too. Yeah, this one is you cannot deny this film. I, that's kind of the way I feel about it. You want to dismiss it maybe or and then you get sucked into it, which is kind of what happened to you is yep. really what happened to me. I kind of happened on this movie on my own and be like Whoa. And I couldn't stop. <laughs> what is this? I couldn't turn away from yeah. it. And then it would appear on TV. And every time I'd see it, I'd be sucked in again. And then I went and bought it and watched it. I've seen this movie many, many times. And I love it. The performances are great. The music is great. The comment Milos Foreman. You know, yeah. Great direction here. Getting the actor. Now, th- this movie isn't perfect because it kind of drags in some ways. Kind of gets a little overdramatic in other ways. But the good parts are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, every line uttered by f murray abraham is gold right yeah right yeah there's i, I wish i could think like, of want to go back and head. rewind yeah, it i know you know he's like calls him the creature and yeah, all this cr- stuff and, <laughs> the creature yeah it's and it, that thing when he first that, that scene when he uh i'm thinking of this now when he f- happens upon mozart's music and it's just on a page and the way he describes the music yeah you know and uh, there's one line about him saying like god gave me the longing for this yeah. you know, talent but like but denied me the ability to do it. Yes. Yeah. Oh, so and it's like, oh, I curse as God yeah. because of it. It's so good, man. So deep. Yeah. Uh, tech check out our episode of that one as For well. Sure. That's, uh, <laughs> uh, that's that. I like that episode. That's a good episode. So if I have uh, to recommend an episode on this, check out that one. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, I think I'm. I'm up next, number thirty-four. Great Scott. <laughs> <laughs> great Scott. Back to the Future, Michael J. Fox. Oh, wow. What a great film. I know. I mean, it's such a fun movie. Robert Again, Zemeckis. Yeah. It's just, it defies all logic in the time travel world, you know, and science and everything, but I don't even care. It's just so fun. It's just such a cool concept. DeLorean is one of the greatest movie vehicles oh, of definitely. all time. And uh, even the sequels yeah. are great. I love this. Yeah. I love this movie. Back we, to the Future. It's so good. Michael yeah. J. Fox, poor guy, you know. But yeah. we, we're talking about this before we started. It'd be great to see him do something now. You yeah, know? I know. Yeah. Because he's such a great actor, such a likable guy. Definitely. Love Back to the Future. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I, I want to get out of this trap of saying this, but there's not much else you could say about it. I mean, if you don't love Back to the Future, you're probably yeah. a psychopath. Yeah. And if, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And yeah, you're a bad person. <laughs> 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 That's the conclusion we're You've drawing. <laughs> Our number thirty-three, Silence of the Lambs, Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> Hello, Clarice. Uh Yeah, uh, Silence of the Lambs. Great. I think this is uh, technically a horror movie, so this is our one horror movie. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, we're not horror guys. Yeah, not at all. Uh, so yeah, Silence of the Lambs. I mean, uh, one of the great performances of all time with Anthony Hopkins 100%. playing Hannibal Lecter. Just uh, the eeriness of the this movie and just the the way things turn out and yeah just because uh, Hannibal Lecter he's just he's not really the uh, I mean he's the villain but like he's they're trying to get Buffalo Bill yeah I mean, that's who they're trying to get but like Hannibal Lecter is kind of in the background of this movie but it's there. just so intriguing it's the last uh, movie to win the big five at the Oscars best director best picture best writing best lead actor and lead actress yeah Jodie Foster's ability to stand up to him to yep. To Hannibal Lecter in his amazing performance. Anthony and I think Hopkins. it's like 13 minutes or something he's in the movie Very for. Very little. And what a lasting effect. But but she matches him, yeah, those, at least on screen. You yeah. know, he's so powerful and he's amazing, but she's right there with him. So Yeah, she's not backing down. You no. Know, she's... 
Yeah, yeah. Even though he crushes her at some moments, but right. she doesn't. Yeah, and the way he breaks her down. Oh man. Yeah, it's good stuff. Great man. stuff. Uh, you know, in the sequels, the subsequent second and third uh, Hannibal Lecter series, I didn't really Red Dragon yeah. and uh, Han- Hannibal wasn't terrible. It got a little campy and silly at the yeah. end, but what the Ray Liotta thing? Yeah, what the hell? Yeah, like eating the brains while he's still. Like, that's hilarious. Like, yeah, okay. The the eats it. Gary Oldman stuff with the messed up face and stuff was a little interesting, but a little too much. But yeah, a little too grotesque and just yeah. But yeah, Silence of the Lambs. Well, no, because they turn Hannibal Lecter into like some unstoppable superhero, almost like a Michael Myers, where like no matter what you do, he'll just survive, and that's like. He yeah. becomes like unkillable. Yeah. That's absurd. I love the ambiguity at the end of Silence of the Lambs. Just, you know, I'm having dinner with an old friend. Yeah. You know, yeah. He's, you know he's off off again. You know, they should have just left it. <laughs> Excuse me. Hello. Hi. Should have just left it at that. <laughs> All right. What's our number 32? The 32 is Sideways. Paul Giamatti, Thomas Hayden Church. Brilliant. Yep. Brilliant. Alexander Payne it's, movie. Uh, again, another movie we need to do on the show. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a couple uh, it's a, very it's, different guys, yeah. you know, but uh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a film, it's a movie about emptiness, yeah. I think, and how people try to fill that void inside of them. Right. And one guy does it by screwing around and playing golf, and the other guy does internalizes everything. And, it, you know, you feel like you, you sometimes you identify with one guy, sometimes you identify with another guy, but it's also about, like, breaking through, like, whatever you're going through. Right. I find this movie... Deeply moving, really interesting, always hooks me in, and uh, yeah, I cannot say enough good things about this yeah. movie. I, I mean, yeah, it's it's wonderful. I need to, yeah, we need to do a show on let's it. Let's mark that down. Let's mark it down. Okay. Uh, yeah, and that's, a, that's another one that I don't think many people have seen. It's just uh, kind of one that's just kind of sat there, unless you're an avid movie lover and stuff. It's... Uh, one of those but uh i also love the scene where they're, they're well they're just driving around wine country and just drinking wine and wine mm-hmm. becomes you know it's a the major point of the yeah movie. definitely but you know it, it, it all right let's stop i'll stop okay <laughs> no i know yeah <laughs> we'll do an episode on it again <laughs> uh it's because yeah we still have 23 we got a lot to go uh, yes here. okay so number 31 dark knight nice. one of the greatest uh greatest comic book movies i mean this is the highest on the list so dark knight greatest comic book movie of all time Heath Ledger's Joker is just unmatchable. It's just the opening of this unsa- movie. insane. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, uh, one of his best, and uh, it's a comic book movie. You know, it's but it doesn't almost feel more like a than a comic movie. book. Yeah, yeah. it could just been if you didn't know who these characters were, it just could have been a, its own standalone. Create a new thing. You know, mm-hmm. it didn't feel like it was following any rules, which was really great. Yeah, definitely. And yeah, Heath Ledger again. I was uh, when he got cast. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" And here we oh, are I know, now. Right? It's just. Why? Classic, yeah. <laughs> and then they open up that bank robbery scene, which is, I mean, you know, after yeah. that, you're like, okay, I'm good. This <laughs> right, is great. Yeah, I'll watch it. We're I saw good. that in IMAX. Yep, that was one of my oh. one of the best one of my best cinematic experiences. Yeah, absolutely awesome IMAX movie. All right, what do we got next? Is number thirty, Perks of Being a Wallflower. Now, this is an interesting film because it starts off as being a sort of uh, classic nerdy high school silly movie, and it's really not. Yeah, it gets far deeper than that. It's a really good story, great acting, and you know it kind of like touches on 
really bad things in a way, yeah. but in ways that affect a lot of people. And as you're growing up, when you're dealing with stuff, it gives you kind of a, a hope that there is a way out of these things. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, finding the right people, you know, being... You know, not being afraid of who you are, you know, just, uh, again, finding the right people who accept you for who you are, right. who you are you know. Fellow and just, outcasts or yeah, something. Yeah, definitely. Right? And I love the, you know, the the love of music, you know, and everything, like the introduction of music in the movie and like how that helps, you know, get you by different art forms. And yeah, again, I, I said it in the last episode, this movie hit me like a ton of bricks. This is just one that affected me deeply. So I'm glad this made it this, even this high in the list, number 30 uh, in our top 50. So uh, it's interesting when you're really depressed, you can act you can do you know, things in a couple different ways. One way you can become withdrawn and stay within your side yourself, which is you know kind of the main character. Then his, his friend, the other character, he's very, He's the uh, class clown kind of guy, the right. one who says a lot of stupid stuff out in public, and that's like his method. Right. And I kind of relate to both. Yeah, in a way. De- definitely. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's it's definitely relatable film at any age. It's, uh, yeah, definitely one you have to check out. That's why I'm kind of glad it made it this high in the list, just to maybe get people to uh, <laughs> draw more attention to it and get people to see it. Uh, number 29, we have The Deer Hunter. Uh, another, oh, such an emotional movie. with rough. Uh, Too rough, almost. R- yeah, Robert De Niro, <laughs> Christopher Walken. Christopher Walken won Best Supporting Actor for this movie. This movie won Best Picture. One shot. It's, uh, yeah, one shot. Uh, it's, it's Michael uh, Camino, is it? Michael Camino, yep. Uh, this is, uh, yeah, again, this is, shows the beforehand of war, the during war and the after effects of war. And this is like an epic. Yeah, it, yeah, I and mean, it's a three hour long movie. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's an epic of the Vietnam War, yeah. And like you said, it, before they even get there, the movie's about 45 minutes in, showing, I think they were like somewhere in Pennsylvania, maybe. Yeah, there's like, like a huge town. wedding scene. Yeah, and- the Polish. I think they're Polish. I'm not yeah. sure, but P- Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. It's so, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. Even, <laughs> I know. I, I feel I like know. I'm starting talking about it. Yeah, but it's it's highly emotional. Yeah. dealing with friendship, right? This group of friends and how they go through life and how they go through this traumatic situation, and it's it's a it's a bad ending. I know. It's really rough. It's rough, but it broke it's, me. It broke me for a bit. I know. When I, when I saw just, this, I mean, again, Robert De Niro's reaction at the end, and just uh, the whole, you know, uh, God bless America scene at the end. You know, it's just so so impactful. But uh, again, this isn't necessarily about rewatchable films on this list. This no. is about movies that just affect you and just are just so well made and just uh, have powerful me- messages, things like that. I think so. I've seen this movie twice, and the second one was hard, really hard. The first one was. Uh, a total punch in the gut. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. It's so powerful. All right. Uh, up next, uh, following that, we got number 28, Goodfellas. Mr. Martin Scorsese. Another yep. Robert De Niro film. Another Robert De Niro. Oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah. And a Joe Pesci, you know. We'll have to count how many actors, like which actor made the most. Because I, I know we have directors and stuff, but yeah, we'll have to do that. But yeah, Goodfellas. I mean, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, great mob. One, of the, say, one yeah. of the great mobster movies. I mean, it's yeah, it's uh, it's Joe Pesci at his finest, Robert De Niro. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, number 27, There Will Be Blood. Paul Thomas Anderson, Daniel Day-Lewis. Just, I mean, Daniel Day-Lewis. This is Daniel Day-Lewis's movie, if there ever was one. I mean, yeah. this is just... I don't know what this movie could. I don't know what this movie could be without him. It's I mean, the, this is just well, the movie is almost borderline not a movie. It's yeah. just almost just watching 
Daniel Day Lewis yeah. on screen. It's just yeah, it's like a one oh one for acting. Like it's, if you just want to watch an actor watch this movie. I mean, this is I think this is the movie on our list that if you just want to watch acting, watch this movie. Yeah, it's arguably one of the what well, one of the best performances ever. And because yeah, the story's whatever. It's an oil man, you know, just you know trying to take get money and you know. I mean, it's really no story. It's just the journey <laughs> of this guy, the which struggle. Is, yeah. It really it's a it's a man's struggle, which we yeah. get in the opening scene, which is really, really crazy right. climbing out of that hole. And he gives nothing it, because he he went through so much and he felt like he earned everything, he becomes selfish. He doesn't wanna give anything up to anyone, including his own son. Right. And the guy turns into a total asshole, mm-hmm. but yet you still want to know what he's going to do. You know, you want to, yeah. you're drawn to him in that crazy way. I know. So yeah, I love this movie. It's brilliant. The, he he's a he's a brilliant but highly flawed man. The character definitely, and it's amazingly portrayed. And yeah, yeah. again, Daniel D. Lewis at his finest. Uh, the no- score, the, like the noises in that movie, they're not even like songs. There's right. like, <sighs> so yeah. good, so good. All right, what do we have at number 26? Uh, number 26, we've got Paths of Glory. Oh, this is one we... We both did this, and we talked yeah, about... Yeah, this is a new one to both of us, really. This, this is the... Yeah, we both... I think I've seen it twice, maybe, yeah. and it deeply... No, actually, I think I only saw it once. Okay. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Stanley Kubrick, Paths of Glory. It's starring uh, Kirk Douglas. Yeah. This is uh, an anti-war war film. It's really, it's, I think it's 1956 or something like that. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. it holds up so well. Great heroism from Kirk Douglas. Uh, I've said this like maybe in three episodes now. Yeah. It's just one of the great hero stories. You know, it's uh, might might not have necessarily a happy ending, but uh, it's uh, it's effective, man. It's uh, I can't believe I didn't come to this movie sooner. You see all the potential of Stanley Kubrick in this yeah. film, and as well as the acting. Uh, and I feel like if we do a show on this, by the time we when we revise this list, this film will be higher. Yeah, I could definitely see that. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's uh, yeah a lot of my rankings, even in the top. 20 i think if i revisit them more it probably would be higher Ta- uh, p- yeah so paths of my final thought is paths of glory is a highly underrated film yeah i i i agree my friend <laughs> number 25 the princess bride oh this movie is so lame <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, i just put it out Look, last night actually kissing yeah. Ugh, gross <laughs> fred savage he's such a I little know. punk i know it? right he's like, he's like he's eight years old going on 30 you know? i love this yeah princess right i mean it's just great because it starts <laughs> with him playing nintendo and then let's just like wait what is this movie and Baseball, then it's just yeah. like gets into fantasy and it's just like crazy it's just i like how the the story they go i mean this is a movie from our childhood i mean this oh, is definitely. just i mean it's just so like it's just i feel so at home with this movie it just feels so warm and fuzzy you know i like how it, it, it goes between narration and the movie yeah so this is funny because i literally just threw this out last night because the wife and i were trying to just throw something on just to throw it on and yeah fred savage is very skeptical grandpa's reading him a story and uh he doesn't really want to hear he's like all right i'll try to stay awake or something and then <laughs> you know five minutes in it stops and grandpa's like do you want me to stop it feels like you're getting a little intense because he's like he's yeah. grabbing his his blanket right you know, like, oh no i'm not no, I'm, I'm fine i'm fine <laughs> but it's a great film uh, uh, rob so reiner I, I love all the characters and when they all come together it's really great stuff yeah it's <laughs> so Inconceivable. good just it, it just brings me so much joy i love this movie so much this one will live on forever absolutely uh next for me is rocky 
Number 24. Number 24. Yes. Adrian. Yep. Holy. This was on your top five Rocky. movie endings. Well, I love the ending because yeah. it's it's everything you want in a, in a film, which is, you know, the the character might not do exactly. Well, no, he, he kind of did everything yeah. he wanted to do. And at the end, all he really wants is the love of his life. And I, I just find that so amazing. I, yeah. I mean, it's Rocky. I mean, people, you, you can't just look at this as a boxing movie. I mean, this is this is so much more than that. I mean, it's just about. He did it for himself. Yeah. He did, do he did it, it for, for himself. Money. Yeah. And it's just about working hard. And, exactly. I mean, it's just you, you, you keep working, you know, you, you, no matter how much the cards are stacked against you, it's you, you, you work hard, you know, you just keep going, you know, and it's just it's so inspiring. Such an inspirational movie that whole walk you know running up the stairs scene awesome. you know is as parodied as it is it's just it's it's, it's amazing it's that way for a reason because yeah. it was so powerful and exactly. so effective yeah. exactly 1976 rocky brilliant uh number 23 a clockwork orange i mean another kubrick i mean this is uh, another powerful film we did an episode on this as well a clockwork orange is just uh it's it, it, it's a, it's <laughs> it's a movie on its own right uh, yeah i mean it's obviously anti anti government anti control anti yeah. you know it's just uh, you you can't you, you can't fully control something you know you can't uh i don't know man this it, it's so hard to dissect this movie just because it's so complicated but it's just so uh it draws you in man yeah it's like nature versus nurture right it's about free will and yeah free will yeah following like the path of someone who's really bad who you know sort of finds their way to a good spot and kubrick is so good with with the dialogue the direction setting this world up for us and these little scenes that he he does that are going on inside alex's head you know, from when he's really evil to when that very last scene where he's like, I'm cured yep. or whatever. And then he's oh, just. Oh, I'm cured. All right. Yeah. <laughs> but that last where he's like uh, having sex with that. It's just it's beautiful. Yeah. There's real beauty in this. Yeah, in this definitely. Film. Yeah. yeah. I, I'd agree with you there. Yeah. It's uh, horrific I, violence. Yeah. And all but, of that. But it doesn't it, offend. Yeah, it's it's, again, it, it means something like it's not just doing that for no reason. It, it It's doing it. You know, it it means something, right? Like, you have to understand how bad this person is to then appreciate his journey back to like humanity. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, that was our number twenty three. Excellent. Number twenty two is Groundhog Day. <laughs> Another show we did. Phil. <laughs> Phil. <laughs> I love it. It's, uh... Now don't say. <laughs> Now don't say you, because I sure as heck fire remember you. <laughs> am I right? Or am I right? Right, right, yeah. All right. Bill Murray, great. Yeah. <laughs> Pennsylvania. Oh, sorry, sorry. We're, we're just not uh, quoting here, but I, know. I love this. Amazing concept. Just, yeah. What, what would you do if you did the, you know... Uh, Again, it's amazing concept and a funny concept of what what would you do if you had you know lived the same day over and over. But right. it does have deeper stuff to it, and that's what we appreciated about it. You know, he it's has not to just fix himself. It's not just slapstick. Yeah, he has no, to fix not himself. at all. And uh, it, it's a it's it's a hard journey for him. I mean, he's a point where he just wants to die because he can't yeah, he can't like, win. Yeah. as far as you know, I'm at a standstill. Like, yeah, there's nothing. I, there's nothing to live for anymore. He kind of has to learn how to not be selfish and to be. You know, giving to all people, and eventually, you know, the thing that you want will come to you. And it takes a long time. I think we talked, I don't remember now, we did a show on this, but I think I saw something uh, that said it was like, you know, decades. Yeah. 
or something. Yeah, yeah it, that's it, it's it so like, like a, it blows my mind. To, yeah, to even think of that because yeah, the movie didn't necessarily show every single day. It's just like yeah, for him to, for him to learn everything about her and everything that was happening in the town. Yeah, yeah it would have to take years or you know decades. Yeah, it's just kill you yourself. <laughs> exactly. You know, Andy McDowell is great. Chris yeah. Elliott is not is good too. Yeah, brilliant film. Oh, it's just love it. So rewatchable. Uh, number twenty one. Blade Runner. Nice. 1982, Harrison Ford again. Ridley Scott. It's just, again, about meeting your maker, about, uh, you know, playing God and making these these things. Like, are they alive? Am I human? Am I not? You know, it's just uh, such a cool world. And then for Denny Villeneuve to bring it back last year with Blade Runner 2049 and yeah. just so seamlessly fits into, you know, the, the tone of this movie and everything just, like, makes me love this movie even more. Absolutely. And it's interesting because the world is so dystopian and so harsh in a place you don't want to be but get you're drawn back into it yeah you know in the movies which is not what you'd expect right it's not a place it's it's almost like a nightmare of a place but yet you kind of like the nightmare in a weird way because it, it, it digs into something deep inside of you yeah both Blade Runner movies do that. On their surface, it's hard to say, yeah, it's amazing. Yep. But when you watch them, you get, it's like feelings, not like clear thoughts. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's definitely an experience with this movie. For yeah. sure. It's, uh, Harrison yeah. Ford is great. Oh, so good. And, uh, uh, Rutger Howard, uh, Roy Batty. Roy is, Batty, which was in your top five villains, I believe. And or? in a way, he's almost not even a villain. Yeah. Because he's so good. Yeah. He's so great. Like and, tears in. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so good. In time. <laughs> time to die. Um, says, yeah. So that was our 50 through 21. Wow. Um, <laughs> we still have to rank uh, yeah, 20 through 1. We still one. have to rank through 20 through 1. So let's uh, let's just go through both of our lists. So I'll go 20. You'll go 20. Don't tell me if you have one higher. Um, I'm going to write down what we have and everything. So, so do you want to give your number 20 first or my number 20 first? No, I don't mind starting. This is really uncharted territory. I don't know how we're going to actually sort this out, but we're just going to do this yeah. as we go. We're yeah, gonna- exactly. We'll play it by ear. Finalize our 20 through one. I have no problem starting with 20. My number 20 is Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Oh, wow. Okay. So I'm not too far off there. So your number 20 is Dunkirk. Okay, great. My number 20 is Casablanca. Uh, my number nineteen is Casablanca. Okay. So we're we're pretty close there. So yeah. I'm liking this so far. Where did you have Dunkirk? I have Dunkirk at 18. Okay. So that's pretty close. So that's good. Uh my number 19 was Apocalypse Now. Uh, I've got that for number. Am I saying what yeah, I have? Yeah, that's fine. I've got it for sixteen. Okay. Okay. So we're so, kind of close. Wow! Here. Look okay. at us. Well, okay. Well, let's just. This is less know, scary. We're starting here. <laughs> uh. So okay. So that was your number six. All right. So my number nineteen was Apocalypse Now. What's your number eighteen? My eighteen was Jaws. Jaws. Okay. I have that a little bit higher. Quite a bit higher. So. Let's just put that to the side for now. So your 18 was Jaws, and I'm keeping a tally here, and then we can evaluate okay. once we're done, I, and then we'll agree on something. I appreciate that, because I just got my phone here. All right. So my, And then my number 18 was Dunkirk. Got it. So, yeah, 20 to 18, that's not bad. Uh, so 17. Well, so then we want to put that at 19, then? Because that's an average? Yeah. And where well, do we have Casablanca? That yeah. Good call. Go yeah, maybe we should 20, just do average Dunkirk at the end. 19. Go Casablanca 20, Dunkirk 19 then? Or are we not That's fine yet? with me. Okay. That's fine with me. Yeah, I'll, I'll put that at the side real quick. And uh, just as a, yeah, so Casablanca. 
<laughs> I know this is this is this is new to us, folks. You know, <laughs> well, no, uh, it's Dunkirk just, it's not, nineteen. Yeah, it's new to them yeah. and editing. Yeah, for I know me. it's it's tough. It's tough. Well, there's no need to edit. We're, no. we're figuring things out. We're all right, so form. all right, so my eighteen was Dunkirk. What's your seventeen? No Country for Old Men. Okay, No Country for Old Men. I have that at fourteen. Okay, so we're getting yeah sort of close there. All right, my seventeen is A New Hope. Oh, mine's much higher. I've got it at number nine. Okay. But I, I'm, I'm, we got to yeah. deal with the Star Wars. I don't want to call it a Star right. Wars problem, but it is a problem because yeah. we've got two in there. Apocalypse so where do we slot now. them? Yeah, that's true. All right, Apocalypse now. All right, so uh, number sixteen, uh, seven. We both give her seventeen. Sixteen. Uh, I have. It's a wonderful life. I've got that, that that at number six, but I'm willing to work with that one. All right, cool. And then number fifteen. What do you got? I have La La Land, which I know you'll have higher. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How high do you have it? Uh, six. Okay, so we're kind of a wonderful life. In yeah, Lala that's Land true. Now. Okay, so that's cool. My number fifteen is Doctor Strangelove. Oh, I've got it at fourteen. Oh, cool. Nice. Okay, so that's right around. Yeah, that's not a big so deal. So we're not doing too bad so far. So that's far, pretty cool. Number thirteen. Uh, my. Uh, so yeah, that was your number fourteen. All right. So what's your number thirteen? I've got Cuckoo's Nest. Okay. Um, I have that at number seven. Okay. Okay. And then my number 13 is Pulp Fiction. I'm number 12. Oh, okay. So not bad, not bad. Uh, my number, what's your number 11? Shawshank. Shawshank. I have that at number 10. Okay. Cool. Nice. Uh, sorry, I didn't give my number 12. My number 12 is Vertigo. I'm um, number three on that. Number three on Vertigo. Okay, yeah, that's going to come up. That's going to be a problem. Shawshank at number 11. Uh, number 11, I have Raiders of the Lost Ark. I've got that number 10. Wow. Okay, not bad. Uh, so like I said, number 10, I have Shawshank. Number nine, uh, I have Jaws. Number nine, you have A New Hope, right? Correct. Okay, and then what's your number eight? Godfather 1 and 2. All right, I have that at number five. Not too far off. Uh, number eight, I have Raging Bull. Oh, I hate you. I got that at number two. Ooh, look at you. Well, yeah. I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what's your number seven? Uh, taxi Driver. I have that at number four. I can have that. that that's the one I really love, so I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm negotiable on that. Uh, so my number seven was One Flew Over. Okay. My number six was La La Land. Yours was It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah. Uh, my number five was Godfather. What's your number five? Empire. Uh, that's my number three. Wow. Wow. I can't believe you have one of these higher. You were thinking of me. Uh, number four. What you got, number four? E.T. Yeah, nice. I have the number two. Interesting. All right. And then number three, what you got? I had Vertigo. Vertigo. Oh, yeah, that's right. And I have Empire. Number two, you have Raging Bull. Number Correct. two, I have E.T. Number one, I wonder what we have. 2001. That's our that's our one agreement. Yeah, yeah boy. Uh, all right. Is, so this is the best movie ever to, made, right? Yeah. I mean, it really is. I mean, the, the you got to put we, everything aside. Yeah, definitely. You can't. Um, <laughs> you just can't. So, should, so what's the dis- well, yeah? What's the I know. So here? all right. So we're same. These we're close on a few, but d- yeah, different on exactly. others. All right. So no country for old men is pretty close to. Okay. Uh, I have it at seventeen, or you have it at seventeen. I have it at fourteen. That's right. I think the next closest uh, for those ones. So we're looking um, so at that would probably that would probably be eighteen. Is oh, is is okay. no country? Well, I don't have a problem with that. 
I don't actually either or Apocalypse Now. I haven't because right now we have twenty Casablanca, nineteen Dunkirk. Uh, I could do Apocalypse Now, eighteen, and then seventeen is No Country. Uh, okay, I can live with that. Yeah, I think I think I can live with that. I think Apocalypse Now might be a little better of a film, but yeah, I I mean I'm fine with that too. Okay, um, I, I prefer my my preference would be No Country and then Apocalypse Now. Okay, that works up. for me. That works for me. So Apocalypse, No Country, got it. Boom. Um. Nope. And then all right. So, um. All right. So we're good there. And now Doctor Strangelove looks like it's next. Would would be the next closest out of those out of uh, out of our list. Are you good with not Doctor Strangelove at sixteen? You yeah, have, I'm fine you have with it that. fourteen currently. Yeah, I got no problem. Okay, I have it at fifteen. Doctor Strangelove. So that's cool. All right. So that we got five movies set. That's Casablanca, good. Dunkirk. Right. We're getting there. All right. So here we go. All right. So now we have maybe Pulp Fiction might be next. Uh, let's see here. When do you have that? Pulp, I did. Oh yeah, thirteen, and I have it at twelve. So yeah, Pulp Fiction should be good there. You want? So we're sliding that into number where? fifteen. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, what are we passing over? Twelve, and you had what? Uh, for uh, Pulp, Pulp Fiction, Fiction yeah. I had thirteen. You had twelve. So why are we sliding it to? Just because that's like the next closest okay, ones. Fourteen. Okay. Yeah. All right, yeah, I can live with that. I can. So that's the next lowest ones, I should say. Okay. All right. So then, uh, so yeah, we have Pulp Fiction. So we're good there. All right. So um, the, the big issues here, we've got a Cuckoo's Nest. You want to punt that for higher? Yeah, Cuckoo's Nest and its Wonderful Life. I'm sure we're going to punt higher. Uh, La La Land, um, you, A New Hope. Uh, New Hope, you have it number nine, I have it 17. Yeah, so let's deal with the Star Wars issue here. I mean, I feel like Empire is, it's is a better pretty movie, high right? up there. It's the it's the better movie. A New Hope, I mean, I'm fine putting it at the 14 spot. You have it at nine, I have it at 17. So yeah. that's kind of meeting in the middle there. Uh, yeah, I, I would agree with that. Okay. Yeah, I think I'm good with that. As long as Empire is high enough up. What did you have Empire at? I had number uh, number three. You had it number five. Okay, so, so we're yeah. That's gonna be I think it's the, gonna yeah. be high. Um, all right, so we're getting there. We're getting there. Uh, it's a wonderful life. Yeah, it looks like that's gonna be punted higher. I have that. I understand. I put that high, so I can negotiate on that one for sure. Okay. I don't know what J- we want to do. Jaws. I had at number nine. You had at eighteen. That's our next. <laughs> our next. Yeah. Uh, so what do we? What do we? So we're thinking, you know, Jaws, you want to do Jaws versus It's a Wonderful Life and slot them there, or we want to leave those alone for now? I mean, I, I'm other. fine with putting Jaws lower. I'm, I, I ja- have, Jaws at 13, I don't have a problem with. I don't have a problem with It's a Wonderful Life at 12, really. I mean, I, I love it, but... No, I just feel are like... We, are we, are we, okay. Are we going in the wrong Should direction? Should we start here? fighting now? No, I don't know. It's good to be agreeable. I mean, the reason I have It's a Wonderful Life so low is just because I've I've seen it once, so it's not like a beloved movie to me. It's just, you know. I, I love it, it but. It, I love it, too. It's just, yeah, uh, it's just uh, not something that I constantly go back to. Jaws, to me, is just all around a just perfect screenplay, perfect, uh, I don't know, just Steven Spielberg at his finest with, you know. His direction and so you're more Jaws than it's a Wonderful Life. That's, yeah, that's the question. Okay. Yes, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. Uh, I, I'm more Jaws than a Wonderful Life. So we're, what it's number are we at life. again? Eleven. Yeah, we're at thirteen. Oh, thirteen. Oh, hey, oh, um, don't. So what would you don't pick? Know if I want to uh, fight yet? Yeah, because I mean that's La La Land, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, Jaws, It's a Wonderful Life. What would you put lowest out of those? I hate to say La La Land. 
Out of all, I mean, I mean, obviously, I think La La Land I would put above It's a Wonderful Life, but I can't argue One Flew Over in Jaws. Uh, um, so this is tough. Uh, Maybe uh, we need to. I'll, no, I'll, La La Land I'll put at the at the thirteen spot just because it is. I love La so, La Land just because it's so new. Okay, um, I'll give It's a Wonderful Life the edge for its. Uh, um, you know. I love La La Land, but maybe that one needs to sit for a few more years, and yeah. this one could be boosted later. Exactly. Okay. So then next, you want It's a Wonderful Life at number and, 12? And then Jaws? Then Jaws, then Cuckoo's Nest? Mm, yeah, yeah. What did you have, Cuckoo's Nest? I had it at 13. I had it at 7. Okay, that's a fair that's a fair, fair deal there. Okay, we'll so the It's a Wonderful Life, Jaws, and then Cuckoo's Nest. Yeah. That works for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look at us getting along. Look at us. Is Strange Love, did we get to that yet? Yeah, we got that at uh, number sixteen. Okay, so it's a wonderful life is is gone. So then Jaws and then Cuckoo's Nest. Okay, so what are we looking at left? So Cuckoo's Nest rounds out our top ten. What's what's left, Ben? All right, so Vertigo, Shawshank, Raiders, uh, Raging Bull, Godfather, Taxi Driver, mm. Empire, mm. E. T. and Raging <laughs> E. T. and yeah. Two thousand one. Two thousand one is number one. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It it's is. It's got to be. I mean, the, the question we is, both what, had it. Yeah. Oh, it does definitely. Yeah. So we got to we got to fill right, in so, nine through two. Yep. Uh, Vertigo. I had at number twelve. You have that at number three. Um, I can move. I, I'm so I'm maybe, flexible on Vertigo. I am. Okay. Uh, maybe we should go for our next high. Like feels go, like the battle is for number two. It's basically between E. T. and Raging Bull, right? I e, mean, uh, E. T. or Empire though, because we got Empire closer. I don't think Empire is. I, I, I mean, I, I, I'll, I'll take Raging Bull over Empire any day. I, I mean, I can do ET at number two if uh, and give you Raging Bull at three. Okay, I'll live with it. And then we can do Empire at four. I, I'm happy with Raging Bull in the top three for okay. sure. That works for me. Raging Bull's, you know, it, in the same way ET is a movie that's personal yeah. to you. Raging Bull is personal. Exactly. To me. These are our true personal movies, and I cannot argue against ET. Yeah, and I you mean, cannot argue against Raging Bull. No, not at all. But I can live with uh, I can live with those rankings. Raging sure. Bull, yeah, used to not even be in my top ten, but yeah, that's uh, it's just yeah, an incredible, incredible film. Um, All right, so we so got are that we doing settled. Raging ET, Raging Bull, and then Empire. Yeah, because then right. we got so we got lingering around is Taxi Driver, Empire. Uh, no, Empire's done. Okay, Raiders. Nah, Ra- that would be too high for Raiders. Um, let's see here. Oh man, we still have Raiders, don't we? Uh, so is Raiders top five? Eh. No, because we still got Taxi Driver. We still got. Um, let's see here. So the Godfather's. God, yeah, God. I mean, Godfather Probably. might be our next, <laughs> our next, or Taxi Driver. I think might be our closest because I have it at four, you have it at seven, and then Godfather's at five and eight. So, what do you think's closer, four or seven, or five and eight? What do you think's closer? I guess four and seven are higher than five and eight. Right? I kind of want to go. Well, you want to go Godfather over Taxi Driver? I don't. I really don't. No, because I mean, in your personal list, you have Godfather. Yeah. Lower well, I'm not telling you my list. Yeah, yeah. So, I, a taxi driver is one. Actually, when we did our show on it, yeah, I, I I fell in love back with that movie again. Yeah, so I'm fine putting that at the five spot. So we're at number five, and now we got our number six. So it's probably either Vertigo, Godfather, Raiders, Shawshank. I don't want to choose. <laughs> I know, I know. So I have Godfather highest. Next, you have Vertigo highest. Yeah, that's then kind of the have, battle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I can take, I, I can do uh, Vertigo. Eh, I don't know, man. I don't know I get, I, I'll accept either. Really, uh, if you want, well, Godfather's two movies, so yeah. Let's go. I think I'm okay going Godfather. All right, Godfather. And then, 
Going Godfather and then Vertigo. And then Vertigo and, works and, for me. And then Raiders? That or works. And then Cuckoo? Vertigo. It's going okay. easier than I thought. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a lenient person. Well, I give you once I give you ET, then everything is okay. Yeah, then <laughs> now I'm I'm fine with the world. Every, all right, so now it's yeah Raiders. So what do you want? Uh, we both have it flip flopped. <laughs> Shawshank at number eight or Raiders at number eight? And this, uh, my preference is Raiders, but I can definitely go with Shawshank. yeah. I, I'll go with Raiders. Just uh, yeah, I love Indiana Jones. A show it's, we haven't it's done great. yet. Yeah, exactly. So and the Shawshank. All right, there we go. Boom. All right, so our number twenty. So what's our number twenty, Dave? Casablanca. Casablanca, classic film. I mean, can't go Humphrey wrong there. Bogart can't go wrong there. Dunkirk, instant classic. No Country for Old Men. Yep. Coen Brothers, Apocalypse Now, amazing, amazing. Marlon Brando, war film. Even though Marlon Brando is only in like the last half hour, but yeah. it's just amazing. And then possibly a better war film. Strangely enough, yep. Doctor Strangelove. <laughs> Doctor Strangelove at the sixteen spot. Uh, at the fifteen spot, Quentin Tarantino with Pulp Fiction. Nice. And then we get A New Hope, which I think is a good place for that. Yeah, I like that. I I, I like that at number uh, fourteen. Number thirteen, we have La La Land. Followed by It's a Wonderful Life. Yep. Number 11, we have Jaws. And then number 10, One Floor of the Cuckoo's Nest. So number 9 is Shawshank Redemption. Followed by number 8, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Number 7, Vertigo. I'm liking this list. Yeah. Number 6, Godfather Part 1 and 2. We cheated. Mm. Yep. Number 5, Taxi Driver. Number 4, The Empire Strikes Back. Number 3, Raging Bull. Number 2, E.T. And our number 1 film. Of all time. Let's say it at the same time. 2001, 2001 A Space, Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Oh, great. <laughs> oh, all right. I, I, I can dig that I list. I can dig that list. I can't really fight anything on there. I know. I, I mean, I I mean we, we agreed on the 50. I think the 50 maybe would have been is harder than just ranking them. It's just like, okay, I can see that movie higher. There's <laughs> there's a few where we're negotiating here, which I think are our personal favorites. I've got Raging Bull. I've got Vertigo. I've got It's a Wonderful Life. Uh, you've got E.T., Taxi driver. Uh, got, well, taxi drivers are both of us. Though, yeah, I think. yeah. Um, Godfather. You know, I feel like if I'm being totally honest. I feel like we're almost giving like extra credit to the Godfathers. <laughs> I I think we say that now, but I think if you were to go sit down and watch that right now, you would then be like, "Oh, damn! This is why <laughs> yeah, I picked this movie." Yeah, I mean, there's a reason why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like we've never seen these movies, right? But yeah, yeah. So maybe that's it. We're out of that universe. And yeah, we haven't, I haven't seen either one of them in a long time. Yeah, uh, and you know, La La Land. You took a little bit of a hit there. Yeah, uh, I think that that that's pro- maybe my biggest hit. Um, let's see. But I think the fact that it's a 2016 movie. Yeah, exactly. That's why I was willing to you know have it bumped down a little more. So yeah, that's- and, and that's why Dunkirk. I w- honestly, if you wanted to flip flop Casablanca for Dunkirk, there, I'd, I I would have no argument with you. Yeah, no, nah, I'm fine with that. Okay, yeah, Dunkirk, Casablanca, that's fine. But still, actually, Dunkirk was lower than I thought it would be on your list, so I I'm hadn't, happy about that. I leave it alone. This, that was not a fight I wanted to have. Yeah. It's a recent movie, and maybe I'll change my mind on it. I don't think I will. but yeah. Even so, uh, so we've got what three war movies on there? Yeah, we got. Yeah, we got. I mean, in the top twenty, you mean? Yeah, we've got. Yeah, uh, Dunkirk, yeah. Apocalypse, Apocalypse Now. Now. Well, Strange Love is not really. Strange Love is not yeah. even a really. I yeah. don't know what genre I mean, I'd call that. Movie. Yeah, I know. It's just <laughs> dark comedy <laughs> classic. But yeah, that's. I mean, that's our top fifty ranked. I mean, we did our top fifty, but now this is it ranked. Um, Funny how two thousand one was 
the easiest fight. I, I didn't know oh, what was going to yeah. happen there. I mean, obviously, I was thinking of you too. Um, you know, with a lot of this list, I mean, I, I put a couple things higher than I might have. I did to, too. Uh, do it, yeah, and I know you. I know you were being nice to ET there. I appreciate. that. I love ET though. Yeah. I can't. Well, it's not like I hate the movie. Yeah, it's no, brilliant. I know. Yeah, it's, I love the movie. It's it's worthy up there. Yeah. Uh, the question is, you know, what do you do with a couple of these films, ET, Raging Bull, and the Star Wars problem? You know that sort of thing. But, yeah. So two thousand one, are you? This is the greatest movie ever made. It's got to be, yeah. I mean, blockbuster well, mentality be, said but, it. So, like, no, uh, I mean, I, yeah, I mean, the the. I came away out of that IMAX experience yeah. thinking like this is this is it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just <laughs> it's it's incredible. I mean, it's it might not be the easiest to sit down and watch, but when you are totally committed to watching it and putting your full attention to it, yeah, this will give you an experience like no other movie. I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, just amazing filmmaking from, from Kubrick here. It's also one of those films where I don't care what the other person thinks about it. Yeah. Like, no. You know, fuck you if you don't think it's the best movie ever made. <laughs> like, really, that's kind of my attitude about uh, it. Yeah, it's, it's a mind blowing experience. Hell 9000 oh. stuff. And again, just even the acid trip stuff. It's just. I know. I don't know, man. It just it gives you, uh, it makes you think. It just it it gives you an experience. So, yeah, it's 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 the best movie ever made. Now, a lot, you know, following that, of course, is ET, which is very different from two thousand one Space Odyssey. Uh, now it's yes. semi science fiction, but very different story, very human <laughs> yeah, story. Human story. It's a uh, you know obviously more you know towards the family film yeah. uh, genre, but uh, yeah. Following just, that is Raging Bull, which is the absolute character study of all character studies. Yeah. It's a totally tragic film. In one of the, again another one of the greatest acting performances of all time with Robert De Niro's Jake LaMotta. Right. And, and then, then uh, yeah, Empire Strikes Back. I mean, one of the greatest science fiction movies of all time. Obviously, it's the second movie in a franchise, the greatest sequel of all time. Now, this one is you know, this is this is a Dave and Ben deal with Empire, right? Because yeah, I mean, but still, it, yeah, it's, it's a great it, film. It's an amazing film. I mean, it's 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 so much depth and just uh, they go into so much. And then another character study with Taxi Driver at our number five spot. So Scorsese is in two of the top five. Oh yeah, he is. Yeah, we. I, I, okay, I like. Now that I'm looking at directors, I like Scorsese at uh, two films. We got Lucas, we got Spielberg, and we got Kubrick. Yeah. Now in my those, those are good directing companies. So what do we got? I think I put well, good in, company with directors. How many Kubricks made our top twenty? Four. Oh, all four made. Not all, all four. Oh, in our top twenty. I'm sorry. Uh, Doctor Strangelove, two thousand one. That's it. Yeah, just Doctor so Strangelove, two on there. Love. Yeah. Yeah. How many Spielbergs? Two, three, uh, Raiders, E.T., Jaws, oh, three, yeah, three, yeah, and because yeah, Jurassic Park was lower down, so yeah, three. We technically have two slash three Coppolas, Apocalypse Now. That's true, and the Godfathers, yep. and, and then uh, two George Lucas, two, yeah, two. Guy. Well, yeah, he, you know, he had obviously Kirshner did Empire, but yeah, oh, that's obviously right, yeah. Lucas no, had, you're right. No, no, it's just one. That's right, correct. Right. Um, Vertigo, so one Hitchcock. I think one Hitchcock in the whole fifty, actually. Yeah. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Well, you know, we should go through more Hitchcock, but... Yeah, definitely. And we, uh, Christopher Nolan, we just got one of his with Dunkirk, so... And then Coen Brothers, No Country, got a Tarantino, so good variety of directors here. So I'm Chazelle, which Chazelle, you know, he could, uh, yeah. after, after First Man here, I mean, he's going to be... 
hoping that you know it does as well as I you know want it to. I, I, he could be right up there now with the with the Spielbergs and the Kubricks and everything. So, so Spielberg was the top end. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, this Jaws, one, yeah. ET, and uh, Raiders. Yep, good stuff. Now we got uh, we haven't done a show on ET. We have not done a show on and, ET. Uh, Matt Secord, uh, Lucas Film expert <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is booked for raiders this yep. is december that's true so that yeah. that one's in the in the hopper yes we haven't done a jaws show we haven't done a jaws show although well, that so one's kind of been done look so. looking at our top 10 here so we've done we haven't done shawshank raiders godfathers taxi driver we did raging et so we've only we haven't done four out of our top 10 yeah so that's pretty good but jaws would be a great one to do it's a wonderful life we did La La Land. Yeah, so I don't know. Some of these are, I feel like we overdoing it a bit, but uh, E.T. I'm definitely interested yeah, in doing. definitely. Uh, yeah, we got to do E.T. sometime. We've done, yeah, Godfather. I don't know that I want to do Godfather, but... I know. It's just it's just one that everyone's touched, and it's just yeah. like, what what more is there to say about it? I mean, it's, uh, again, kind of like you were saying, like, you know, is God, are we, you know... Hyping up Godfather too much? When Are it's we? Like, yeah, but again, it's I, good quality. Yeah, I, I I watched it a couple months ago. It was just like on AMC or something, and I'm just like, <laughs> I don't care. I'm just sucked in every single time. It's yeah. just yeah. There's a reason these are on high on everyone's list. So. Well, I I'm I'm happy with this list. I am I too. Think it's a great yeah. list. Yeah, um, I love it. You know this battling through this this has been a process yeah definitely sure. one that i yeah. really had to think about i know a lot. and it's, it's tough. taken some negotiation between the two of us you know i've got you in mind and you've got me in mind and it's kind of this Aww. like under the current right bit of battle yeah. going on you know i could tell you're moving things up right or down yeah. according to what you think i'll feel and definitely I'm doing the same thing yeah so. I think the one exception, I don't know, for It's a Wonderful Life, I probably should have had higher than I did, but, you know. Where did that one I had it up? at 16, uh, you had it at... I had it really high. Six, I think it ended up at 12, so... That's fine. I can still live with it, though. It's yeah. high enough. Yeah, so. definitely. It's in the top 20, 50 movies, so... All right, so yeah, that's it. That's that's a, We ranked them now, fellow, uh, folks. <laughs> well, I know what's going to happen now. Come Christmas time, you're going to watch It's a Wonderful Life as it's played every year, yeah. and you're going to... You know, you're gonna text me. You know, I'm crying. Jimmy Stewart. I'm so sorry. Put this one up. <laughs> so sorry. I had it at number sixteen. I'm so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll, you know, I'll watch ET. And yeah. I'll be like, this, this is better than 2001 or something. You know. Yeah. I don't that's know. it's definitely what you will say. But I'm really thrilled with this. I, I'm happy that we agreed on the first one or the the number one. So. So easily, I wasn't sure I know, what, yeah, what you were gonna think. Yeah, that was. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I guess I kind of knew what you were gonna think, but that's not necessarily why I totally picked it at number one. But yeah, it's it's the. Greatest. I think that IMAX experience kind yeah. of put both of us over the top, right? Definitely, absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah, that's. Do you want to run through it. this quickly before yeah, we get out of here? Let's do that real quick. So here we go. Or did we do that already? I don't know. Yeah. Do it again. All right, so at number 50, we have The Notebook. And number 49, Avengers Infinity War. 48, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Number 47, American Beauty. 46, School of Rock. Number 45, Superbad. 44, Fargo. Number 43, Interstellar. 42, The Lion King. 41, Jurassic Park. 40, Reservoir Dogs. 39, 12 Angry Men. 38, The Usual Suspects. 37, The Fugitive. 36, the Lord of the Rings, The Return of the King. 35, Amadeus. 34, Back to the Future. 
33, The Silence of the Lambs. 32, Sideways. 31, The Dark Knight. 30, Perks of Being a Wallflower. 29, The Deer Hunter. 28, Goodfellas. 27, There Will Be Blood. 26, Paths of Glory. 25, The Princess Bride. (laughs) 24, Rocky. 23, A Clockwork Orange. 22, (laughs) Groundhog Day. 21, Blade Runner. Number 20, (laughs) Casablanca. (laughs) Number 19, Dunkirk. 18, No Country for Old Men. 17, Apocalypse Now. 16, Dr. Strangelove. 15, Pulp Fiction. 14, Star Wars, A New Hope. 13, La La Land. 12, It's a Wonderful Life. 11, Jaws. 10, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. 9, The Shawshank Redemption. 8, Raiders of the Lost Ark. 7, Vertigo. Number 6, The Godfather, Part 1 and 2. 5, Taxi Driver. Number 4, The Empire Strikes Back. Number three, Raging Bull. And number two, E.T., The Extraterrestrial. And then the greatest movie of all time, number one, 2001, 2001, A Space Space Odyssey. Odyssey. Nice. All right. That is Blockbuster Mentality's top 50 movies of all time. We will be evaluating this probably, you know, maybe once a year, maybe once every few months. Once every 10 years. Yeah, (laughs) once every 10 years. I don't know. But yeah, this is just the movies we find beloved, we find uh, that affected us. And uh, again, we uh, recommend these movies if you haven't seen them. Absolutely. uh, But forget it. You know, this is our definitive list. Yeah, it's our list. It's not the definitive it's hours. our unapologetic <laughs> list. Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah, that's that's it, folks. So I hope you enjoyed our top 50 show. I hope you enjoyed our top 50 ranking show now. Yeah, and it gives you all a sense of what we like and yes. who we are and, you know, our taste. Absolutely. We have super bad in there, you know? Well, yeah, it's hilarious. Oh, I mean, Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm still a little bitter about leaving Step Brothers I know, out. I know. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm really bitter about leaving Forrest Gump out, so, yeah, you know. That one I was never going to budge <laughs> I know. You could have offered know. me, like, you know, thousands of dollars under the table but then fight harder for the notebook i know yeah look at you fighting hard for the notebook <laughs> well jenny got aids and decided she'd be nice <laughs> jenny me and jenny went together like peas and carrots all right folks well that is it for us hope you enjoyed it uh top 50 movies of all time hey, we're the show <laughs> yeah, we're, yes we can end the show you can follow us on twitter at blockbuster cast i am at bc Cord. i'm at dave underscore quist and grab some popcorn grab some snacks we'll catch you guys at the movies <laughs>